0: Hey maniacs! Welcome back to Drama Talk. Uh, Today we have a duo with me and Kyo. Hello. For this episode, we're going to be directing our own romance dramas a little bit. Um, Lilith did a solo on romance dramas, Uh, so this that kind of inspired this. Uh, So in my opinion romance dramas is all about adding the right amount of tropes and inks to build up like a compelling story um and then also considering the number of episodes that you have so sometimes it it's too much sometimes it's too little but other times it's just right and then for me those are like the best romance dramas um we spoke about our favorite tropes in a previous episode episode eight actually uh no green tea biscuit so i do think there might be a little bit of like echoes and resemblances between this episode and that episode um since obviously if it's a trait that we like or sorry if it's a trope that we like it's obviously gonna be in maybe i don't know there's a high chance it's gonna be in a drama that we would personally direct Um, So there's different types of romances in, like, there are ones that it has romance as a side. So we're definitely going to go over that, um, directing one of those. And then we have dramas that have romance as the focus. So those are the ones that have, like, maybe romance hat, like the romance genre as the first (laughs) uh, or only um, genre on the, the search up for the drama, um, and then we have dramas that have romance as like a surprise. You're watching it, there's no tag or anything indicating romance, but you feel chemistry or you feel a connection between like the main lead, female lead, or any other character, and those I think are really like one of the best. Um, so Kia's gonna start us off
1: with the directing. Okay, so looking at romance, where romance is aside, I rarely watch these. So I looked through my entire My Drama list of the things that I'd watched. And I think out of everything that I'd ever seen, and then I limited it to everything that I'd ever seen that was worth thinking about watching again, I found like three. <laughs> so. So I do not watch this. It's more of a focus
0: for you, right? Romance as a yes. focus? Yes.
1: Romance as a focus is what I watch. So that, that was like everything else. Um, so it took me quite a while to come up with like an ideal romance that I would, romance as a side, that I would direct. And really, it's more like if I would write it than if I would direct it. Um, But if I had to come up with an ideal one, it would probably be like a hospital drama with crime procedural overtones where they've got like complicated cases that require doctors from several departments to cooperate. And the drama itself is primarily about their interdepartmental cooperation to solve these unsolvable medical cases. And then like maybe there's some romance between them and maybe there's not. (laughs) But that's, like, the side part.
0: I was the opposite. I had trouble finding, like, um, romance-focused things for some reason, which is crazy because I've watched, you know, romance dramas. But I don't know. Lately, it's just been, like, I don't know, predictable and, like, I don't know, not really enjoyable to me personally for some reason. So I do need, like, something added, you know? Um, so yeah, and it's, so mine would probably be like I love action and mystery drama, so mine would be definitely something like that when I was typing, I just i I thought of like two different ideas, and I was like, oh my goodness, both well, of these sound so great, I love um, but so the first one I went through in my mind was like it would be like a range of murder cases like with varying difficulty levels, um, Cause like i I do like. I love, you know, cases for, wait, hold on, I said murder cases. Um, <laughs> everyone's getting murdered in this drama I actually do mean, like, mystery cases. So there might be some that involve murder, some involving crime, um, or, like, the likes. Um, so I think maybe the, I don't know, I'm pulling from this J-drama I watch, Mystery of in Okare, um so the main lead will probably be like that i love him as a character so like he literally was the first person that came to mind so he's going to be really observant um, good at studying people and um like has a natural talent for a detective free but then at the same time i think he might be a university student who isn't studying um you know law is it is that what they study crime criminology, <laughs> in university <laughs> um, what do detectives study in university um law maybe crime criminal justice criminology some... or criminal
1: justice <laughs> criminology maybe
0: okay something of that but he's not studying that maybe he's like an artist I think that's actually a good idea maybe like a painter that maybe that kind of ties in how he's like observes people because he likes doing portraits and like picking up like nuances on the facial features that like put people apart oh I don't know I'm loving him already okay anyway so um Obviously, like a good sleuth, um, or for sleuth, he's gonna be accidentally um brought into a case, and I think the female lead should be like I I love the idea of someone being a restaurant or cafe owner, um. So apparently, in this version, the female lead is in the second version. I was thinking the man lead was. <laughs> um. Anyways, so. She's, like, not struggling financially because I do know that's a definite undertone in a lot of dramas that I don't like. Um, so she's good financially. She it loves her store, cafe, whatever, or restaurant that she works there um, just because, not because you know, they're struggling to get by. Um, her friend, family member, gets um, involved in a case, the case that the male lead is part of. Um, I do like when the, the character ends up being a murder suspect when you first meet him and you're like, huh, I could see why, (laughs) you know, like people would misunderstand him a little bit. Um, So the family member, the female lead's friend, (laughs) is a murder suspect, and she knows that the men lead is like a witness or part of the investigation. So she taps into his phone and listens into his life a little bit, which I got from my mister. I love that. I love that aspect of that drama so much. It stayed with me, and I really want this drama to have it. I don't know I, it is creepy but I am so creepy
1: it's so creepy
0: it. it. I just love I don't know what about it it's just the like the unaware I don't know it's like you're seeing someone in their purest, on like on un- whatever you know, like, <laughs> there's no, like, mask, there is no, like, filtered or anything, I don't know, I really loved, I loved it, like, when she was listening in on him, and when he, like, I don't know, I love it, it's just, you, you know, and you get to know the person better, you know, or you know if that person is <laughs> as they see <laughs> <laughs> listen i love it I don't know. I don't, I don't know. it's so creepy i don't know why i'm justifying this but i love it i love it i just i don't know i love it anyway so she does that um and then she gets more and more curious about him and then realizing that he's a decent dude you know um, and then millie ends up going to the coffee shop when um or restaurant whenever the but it's probably gonna be a coffee shop or cafe. Um he goes there whenever the library's closed to like go over his cases and stuff and then randomly like the female Lee, you know, waits his table a little frequently and then uh, <laughs> She puts in like input to there's a case and he's like, Hmm, you got a brain and then she's like, Yeah, I do and then they, you know, they come working together on cases. Um, and then you know, the key values her input. Um and I do want some cohabitation and stuck in the bed. I mean um <laughs> forced to go to a hotel in one bed type energy. Um, I feel like that helps a lot with like, um, building relationships and dramas um and then my second would have been like the kind of the same build-up but it would have been like a bl so the female lead and the male lead were friends since like high um like childhood and um the they're like detectiving and he's a defective maybe or something and she's listening (laughs) still (laughs) she's still a listener Um, (laughs) and then they end up having a suspect for a case maybe he's like a private investigator and then they have a suspect for a case and then he seems like i don't know like such a bad guy but then she listens in on his life and then he's actually decent and she started liking him and i think the mainly would like probably get shipped with a detective. Since he's going to be a private investigator, I would ship him with a detective. Maybe a detective's like, why are you always in my cases? But then they work <laughs> together and then they like each other. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> All right, so for romance as a focus, I had a lot <laughs> more ideas. So the female lead just got a promotion at her new job or at her job to a new department. So we get like an ensemble cast from all the people that she meets at her new department because I love ensemble casts. Mm -hmm. And so like that's an important part of romance dramas for me is like the better the ensemble cast the more I like the drama. Mm -hmm. Um, But that ensemble cast is going to include our second male lead. Because I really love love triangles. Yes. (laughs) I love them. Mm -hmm. And so, and I love like the super nice, kind second male lead. So that's this guy. Mm -hmm. So so just like super capable, but kind of quiet and very kind. And like all the other women in the office, like adore him.
0: Love him. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, But meanwhile, across the hall in the same building in another company, we've got the male lead who's just coming back to join that company. So we've got the male lead and female lead in adjoining companies. So we've got workforce intimacy, but Mm -hmm. not in the same company so that they're not rivals in the same company in any way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And it turns out that they're like childhood classmates, but not friends. They were childhood rivals. Mm -hmm. So they were always fighting for the number one spot in like competitions with each other. So they were childhood rivals. And then there's like some meat cute in the building where they work. So I'm thinking like a fire alarm goes off while they're in the elevator. And so they get stuck, but they think there's a real fire. And so we get like the emotions of them thinking there's a real fire and they're stuck in an elevator while there's a real fire in the building.
0: I love elevators. The things that happen in the elevators, oh my goodness. I love elevators.
1: <laughs> yeah, and so it's just the two of them in this elevator and they they're stuck and they think there's a fire um Mm -hmm. and the male lead realizes who she is at that point but she doesn't realize it back and so he realizes who she is and is like seeking childhood retribution on her at this point um because he's childish but also is still in the pulling pigtails stage of his crush that he had as a child when he was pulling pigtails and petty (laughs) yes So the arc of their romance is him paying like super way too much attention to her, pretending that it's that he's going to be sabotaging her. But then in the end, he always ends up helping her. And then her arc is learning that being independent and strong doesn't always mean refusing help but recognizing when help is needed and reaching out for it confidently knowing that it's okay to reach out for help from people that you trust and that you can still be strong and independent even while you accept help once or twice. Um, But all of that, they're just like growing closer and closer still in this like enemies to lovers relationship because I love enemies to lovers. Meanwhile, we've still got the second male lead we're dealing with at work. Because I love that. And he really likes her and is making it obvious, but he wants to take care of her and protect her. And what she needs is someone who's going to support her from the side while she succeeds on her own. So she eventually then makes it clear that they'll never be together. And then eventually she realizes on her own who the male lead is. So he doesn't tell her, she realizes it on her own, um, but doesn't let that break them apart. So I hate it when they like break up mm-hmm. at the late, like the late stage of a drama. So I hate that. Um, so she does pretend to be mad though, because I kind of love that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So she pretends to be mad for like half an episode or something. And then he goes for some big gesture because I love big romantic gestures in dramas. And then they finally really get together, and then the end.
0: That felt so sweet. I love the elevator aspect. When I saw it, I was like, "Oh yeah, elevator." I like the um the supporting versus like, you know, the coddling. <laughs> um That is the contrast between the male lead and the male um, lead. <laughs> Um, yeah, I really like this. It gives me, I don't know, when I, you, I heard you like talking about it, it gave me like J drama vibes a little bit. But then at the same time, I know a lot of day dramas, the female lead doesn't ask for help confidently. So then when you mentioned that, I was like, hmm, that's not it. Well, it wouldn't, I don't know. It could be
1: also Korean though. Hmm.
0: Or what would you want it to be like Chinese?
1: I guess I was imagining it as a K drama. A K drama.
0: Yeah, I think the first the first part gave like J drama vibes, but then when you got to like the confidence, um, for some reason my brain was like, "Ha, yeah, K drama, yep." (laughs) Because I don't know, there's a lot of like I there's a lot of that like supporting versus like um, independent, and well, not a lot, but there's some of that. But then I don't see the female lead often as like you know. She does not really an often development where she's able to confidently ask for help. You know if that makes sense. Or yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's almost all or nothing in a lot of dramas. Yeah, basically.
0: Well, I had trouble. I was like, "Crap, (laughs) what do I think about?" And then the best thing I could think about was (laughs) a BDSM drama. Um, So it's giving me bonding a little bit. This is an American show, I think, that's called Bonding um, that explores BDSM in more of like a non-sexual vibe. Um, So that's what I wanted it to kind of um, integrate. And will obviously keep whatever country's elements or have its own spin to it. So I kind of, I don't know why, but I was like, female lead mom is going to be in this. (laughs) So apparently she's a dominatrix, and um, she, the female lead grows up, like understanding the dynamic, like like, not like her mom is like flaunting the fact that she is one, but her mom is like super comfortable with it. I guess, and wants her daughter to understand that, like, not everyone is, like, not to, like, kink shame, but hers. Um, so her mom's, like, open with it. and then the female lead doesn't, like, quite understand it um, or thinks that she will ever want to be in a relationship like that. Um, but then that changes one day. <laughs> I think maybe at work he's a restaurant. Owner. <laughs> I think I was angry. <laughs> when I was typing I said, like someone has to be providing food. Um, so he's obviously a successful business worker of this restaurant that made no sense um, <laughs> um, so but he also works as a waiter sometimes um, and then she goes there often for like business trips. I'm not sure what she does exactly just that she works, and they both work. Um, She doesn't really notice him at first, but he noticed her, and, like, he tries to interact with her, but she's kind of, like, on that, and mm, I'm not really talking to males-type energy, you know? Like, ugh, boy, suck. Um, so then she has an opportunity at work that kind of... um. You know ties in with his restaurant as a project and then they get closer and then she realized maybe and um, also oh, he also like has like sub ties if that makes sense sub traits um, and then so she realized that she could be his mom. <laughs> And that's it. That's all I got. It was, um, it's pretty td Um, because <laughs> I couldn't think of more. I, I know, I don't think, I think there's not a lot of BDS on or any at all. Well, there's some new tie BL ones, which I don't like. Um, but there is definitely Love and Leash. So I kind of. I kind of um, lent towards the Love, Leash, Love and Leash movie, as well as Bonding, which is the the American show that I mentioned, that I felt like definitely did a good um, representation of BDSMism. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's mine, super short, in complete contrast to Keo's, <laughs> <a> really in-depth <laughs> <laughs> story. Um, so, um, we, I, we talked about briefly romance as a surprise. Um, and Kia, what, what would that, like, what kind of
1: vibe is that, you? So romance as a surprise is generally less likely to be the focus, because if it's the focus, you generally know it's coming. But occasionally it is a surprise. Especially if you don't read tags and don't read summaries. Um, but romance as a surprise is when you you truly don't know that the romance is going to happen. You are watching a drama and you believe that the drama is not going to have any romance. And then suddenly, whoop pops into your drama, there's romance
0: for me it's kind of it's just obviously it's the same but also even if i don't know i've watched a few dramas i do look at tags and it doesn't have anything that says romance like no romance drama no romance tag not even like slight romance in quote and then you're watching it and you're like oh crap (laughs) these characters have chemistry they like, I can ship this, like, this is literally, or uh, like, or it's, you're watching it and there's like multi-ships, and you're, like, this is a cruise. Like, what, who didn't tag this correctly? Or, <laughs> you know, this is a whole cruise. Um. Yeah, yeah, and you're just watching and you're just enjoying it, like, and, or maybe it's like a subtle undertone, but like, it's subtle enough that you're like, picking up on it you know like um i know like um <laughs> this is basically for like um extraordinary attorney woo young woo when we did the um july drama episode it didn't say romance in anything and we're like okay romance but then now i'm watching it i'm like crap this male lead is super sweet adorable attentive like he he's oh my goodness i literally can see them together and then there's like i saw little like clips that the the future episode it shows them like maybe you know having a relationship and i'm just like oh my gosh this is so perfect you know or like mystery of um inokare i i felt like it was a bl like i was watching it and i was like dang these two dudes have like chemistry you know they had um an understanding they were like both observant complex-minded people and then never really met someone that had that, you know, um, almost the same level as him. But then the other dude definitely gave that, you know, and then I was like, y'all are meant to be together. I don't care, <laughs> you know. Um, so, yeah, I do like surprises. I really do. Um, I do. I do, I do. <laughs> um, have you ever watched any dramas that had, like, romance as a surprise for you?
1: Hmm. I normally read tags and read summaries and I if there's romance. no romance if there's no romance <laughs> at all in any of the tags or any of the summaries <laughs> I click X and I move on to the next <laughs> drama.
0: Alright, you have to watch Mystery of in in a in- Inukari. O- in- o- yes. There's like yeah, you gotta watch it. So you understand the the vibe.
1: All right, so whose drama would you watch? Which one of the ones we talked about before interests you the most? Let us know on Twitter at Drama Pod or by joining our server, which can be found at Discord or at top.gg or at our website, dramamaniacs.weebly.com. And remember, our next episode can be heard next Monday. Thanks for listening. Bye.